Bonus time, bonus time, bonus time. Here we go. This week we just did the decade of the 90s. Travis and I chose 10 movies that we liked from the 1990s, one from each year, starting from 1990 all the way up to 99 to give you an idea of some good movies to go back and watch if you haven't seen them yet. And if you have seen them, maybe bring back some good memories for you. What I'm going to do for the bonus audio this week, it's just going to be me. Travis is not here. He'll be back in a couple of weeks with us, and we'll be resuming as normal. But I'm going to go from each year, starting at 1990, and we're going to talk about the top five moneymakers of the year and go from there. should give you a few extra more movies to check into that we didn't go over, possibly, in the last one. Or you may hear some... uh, some duplicates because we had our backups that we put out there that we didn't really choose, but still might be different. So starting in 1990, top grossing movie of the year appears to be Ghost. Uh, came out July 13th. It grossed $205,344,137 at the box office. Number two was Pretty Woman with uh, Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. Uh, by the way, Ghost, uh, for those who don't know, is Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze, the two main stars of the show. Uh, back to number two, Pretty Woman, Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. It grossed $170,101,732, released on March 23rd of that year. The third grossing movie, surprisingly, I thought would have had more than the other two, as popular as it was, was Home Alone. That would be Macaulay Culkin, and of course, having Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as the Wet Bandits. Uh, $143,592,523 released on November 16th of that year. Number four, the live action version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out on March the 30th and it grossed $135,265,915. A lot of people love that because there was a lot of fandom going on for the cartoon of the Ninja Turtles. Big toy craze too. Kids loved them. Uh, number five, the hunt for Red October. Uh, that had Sean Connery in it. So $122,012,643 released on March the 2nd of that year. That was your top five of the year. Uh, just to toss out, uh, what I'll do is toss out the next five to round out the top 10, but we won't really talk about them. But number six was Total Recall. Seven was Die Hard 2. Eight was Driving Miss Daisy. Nine was Dick Tracy. And 10, Back to the Future Part 3. So 10 great movies that you can check into if you have not seen them before. Will not go wrong on any of them. Moving to 1991, number one movie grossing that year, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, released on July the 3rd, $204,843,345. Number two, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That's Kevin Costner. Now, I really liked that movie. It was great. $164,318,602 released on June 14th. Um, This is funny because uh, the third top grossing film of that year, and this is why it didn't do so good on the other one, I suppose, is because when it was released, it's Home Alone yet again. Same movie released on November 16th of the prior year and carrying over into this year of 1991. So, on top of what it made in the previous one, add $138,590,380 to it. And there you go. 
Number four was Silence of the Lambs, $129,601,403, released on February 14th. That was Anthony Hopkins. And, oh my God, what was the girl's name? Jodie Foster. Exactly, Jodie Foster. Uh, Number five, if you haven't seen this one, it's a must-see. It's a great comedy. Uh, Billy Crystal was never exactly one of the top comics in my mind or anything, but he makes a good, funny movie. Uh, City Slickers. You know, several city guys that want to get away and find their manhood again so they go into a ranch for a cattle drive for a vacation. Um, That one brought in $124,033,791, released on June the 7th. Uh, Rounding out the top 10, Dances with Wolves, Sleeping with the Enemy, The Addams Family. Number nine, The Naked Gun, two and a half, The Smell of Fear. And number 10, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. So the follow-up didn't do quite as good as the first one, but still remained in the top 10 the following year. So I guess that's kind of respectable, isn't it? 1992, number one movie, grossing at the box office, Batman Returns. Released on June the 19th, $162,831,698. Lethal Weapon 3, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci. Released May the 15th that year, $144,731,527. Number 3, Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act, $139,605,150. Released on May 29th. Number four was Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Once again, Macaulay Culkin. We have Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci as the Wet Bandits. $136,206,365 released on November 20th of that year. And I got a feeling we're going to see it in 1993 carrying over just like the other one did. I'm not going to swear to it, but we'll find out shortly. Number five that year was Wayne's World. Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, a popular SNL skit, $120,244,016, released on February the 14th. To round out the top 10 for that year, number six, Basic Instinct, number seven, A League of Their Own, number eight was Aladdin, nine, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, and 10 for Under Siege. Quite a few great movies there. 1993, we have number one that year, monster of a movie, if you will, Jurassic Park, $338,929,640, released on June the 11th, followed by number two as The Fugitive, and this is the big gap in the money made for that year. The Fugitive only brought in $176,469,222 compared to what Jurassic Park had. That was released on August the 6th. Number three was The Firm. I believe that was a Tom Cruise movie. Um, $158,348,367 released on July the 2nd. One of the summer, uh, I guess, hopeful blockbusters for them that Paramount released. Number four was Sleepless in Seattle. And that was Tom Hanks. And Meg Ryan, I believe it was. $126,680,000. released on June the 25th. Number five, a favorite of mine for a comedy. If you have not seen this, 
run, do not walk, run, knock over anybody in your way, and pick up Mrs. Doubtfire. This is a Robin Williams movie. He is hilarious in this movie. $109,086,478 released on November 24th, so it's quite possible it made more money carrying over into the next year. I'm not certain on that. To round out the top 10, number 6 was Indecent Proposal, 7 in the Line of Fire, 8 was Aladdin, 9 was Cliffhanger, and 10 was A Few Good Men. Great movie. Uh, Just out of curiosity, I'm going to slide down the line here a little bit and see if we have that Home Alone 2 carryover or not. I was curious if it did. We mentioned the first one, how it did back-to-back years. And um, I am not seeing it exactly. So if it did, it did not make as much as the other one carrying over into the new year. I'm not going to go down the whole list for it looking. So since it wasn't very high up there, we'll just assume that it didn't go over to the next year. Jumping now into 1994, number one movie of the year, Walt Disney released The Lion King, $295,691,076, released on June the 15th. Number two was Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks. $294,540,458 released on July the 6th. Number three was True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, for some reason, I thought this movie made more money. I I guess it didn't. But uh, $146,282,411 released on July the 15th, one week after Forrest Gump. Number four was The Santa Claus, Tim Allen, $132,000,000. Two hundred forty-two thousand four hundred and fifty-two dollars released on November the eleventh. Another Walt Disney film in the top five that year, and the last number, well, number five, is the Flintstones. You know, with John Goodman and I think Rick Moranis played Barney Rubble, if I'm not mistaken. And then you had Rosie O'Donnell in there, and I forget the one that played uh, Wilma. It escapes me for some reason. Um, one hundred thirty million. $531,208 released in summer there, May, uh, May 27th. To round out the top 10 there, number 6 was Clear and Present Danger. 7 was Speed. 8 is The Mask. 9 has Mrs. Doubtfire carrying over to the next year. And 10 was Interview with a Vampire, The Vampire Chronicles. Going now to 1995. We were halfway through already. Going fast tonight. Number one, Batman Forever, $184,031,112, released June the 16th. Number two, Apollo 13, $172,071,312. That was almost a disappointment, wasn't it? Uh, Released on June the 30th. Number three, Toy Story, $146,198,683, released on November 22nd. I would not be surprised if we see it again the next year somewhere, making more money. That was very popular. Number four, uh, Walt Disney. Back-to-back Walt Disney's Toy Story. And number four, Pocahontas, $139,213,552. June the 16th was the release day. And number five, Jim Carrey is Ace Ventura, the follow-up of the first one. Number two is When Nature Calls. 
$103,970,943 released on November the 10th. And that could be another one that carried over to the next year. We'll see shortly, I guess. Number six through 10 was Casper, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Crimson Tide, Golden Eye, and Waterworld. Man, so many good movies popping up here. I mean, it's making me want to go back and watch some of them that I haven't seen lately. 1996, as I record this right now, it is July the 3rd. Tomorrow is the 4th of July, and uh, we are having number one of 96 as Independence Day, $306,156,090, released on July the 3rd of that year. Number two that year was Twister. That's Helen Hunt and John, no, I'm sorry, Bill Paxson. $241,721,524 released on May the 10th, the day before my birthday. Keep that in mind in case you want to have presents and cards flooding me in next year because you all love me so much, I know. Number three, Mission Impossible, $180,981,856 released on May 22nd. Number four was The Rock. Oh, and I guess I forgot to say Mission Impossible starring Tom Cruise and multiple other people. Number four, The Rock. We have Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. Uh, $134,069,511 released on June the 7th. And number five was The Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. $128,814,019. June the 28th was the release date. Um. Six through ten was Ransom, The Birdcage, A Time to Kill, 101 Dalmatians, and The First Wives Club. Uh, In that list there, A Time to Kill. If you have not seen A Time to Kill, excellent movie. Go watch it. Matthew McConaughey and Kiefer Sutherland and Oliver Platt. and Gosh, uh, so many people. I mean, you can't just really give credit to a couple. So many people in there made that movie great. Go watch it if you can. 1997. Number one movie of the year, Men in Black. Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, $250,690,539. Released on July the 2nd. Number two was The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Uh, Came fairly close, $229,086,679. Released on May 23rd. Number three was Liar Liar. That's a Jim Carrey comedy. $181,410,615 released on March the 21st. Number four, Harrison Ford, Air Force One. Get off my plane. $171,482,545. July the 25th was the release date. And number five that year, an oldie but a goodie re-released to the theater as a special edition with extra scenes and redone... um, well, the film in the new color and the, the the way it appeared at the movie theater, the graphics, the sound and everything. They they brought this new sound in for it. Anyway, Star Wars, uh, A New Hope. That was number five, $137,690,767, released on January the 31st. Six through ten was My Best Friend's Wedding, Titanic, Face Off, Batman and Robin, and George of the Jungle. Moving right along, 1998, number one for that year, Titanic. It was released December 19th, the previous year. You heard me say it was in the top 10. It was toward the end there. 
it didn't make enough money to um you know the first week i guess to gross to uh equal the top five that previous year but this movie was at the theater forever i mean forever um at least i want to say three months if i remember correctly 488 million eighty eight thousand eight hundred and eighty four dollars a lot of eights there December 19th, previous year, release date in 97, as I said. Number two was Armageddon, $198,798,517, released on July 1st. Now, that's a huge gap in money right there between first and second place. Nobody matched Titanic. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. Well, back to number two, and I guess number one, I skipped the whole... I didn't mention anybody, did I? Number one... Titanic, that was Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. Armageddon obviously had Bruce Willis in it. Um, Steve Buscemi, um, Michael Clark, was it Michael Clark Duncan? I think it was. Liv Tyler. Uh, quite a few people in that one. It's great. Saving Private Ryan at number three, that was a Tom Hanks film. Um, Matt Damon was in there and a few other people. Number four, there's something about Mary. $174,422,745 released on July 15th. That was Cameron Diaz um, and company. Ben Stiller was uh, one of the other guys. that was He was one of the people chasing after and everything. And number five, The Waterboy, an Adam Sandler movie. $147,895,431 released on November the 6th. 6 through 10 that year was Dr. Doolittle, Deep Impact, Godzilla, Rush Hour and Goodwill Hunting. And just to throw a fun fact out there, number seven, Deep Impact, was the equivalent to Armageddon, uh, which did a lot better money wise. But the difference in the two movies basically, Armageddon was straight action for the most part, and Deep Impact also talked about a asteroid hitting Earth, and it was more storyline based of what was happening on Earth at the time. So both of them were great movies talking about the same thing, but just from total. Two totally different points of view. Liked them both, though. 1999, we are on the final year of the decade. And the top five movies for that year. Number one, Star Wars, Episode One, The Phantom Menace. This is where they brought in Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul, showing us a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the very... Very young Anakin Skywalker, the future Darth Vader. $430,281,928 released on May 19th. Number two was The Sixth Sense, which was a Bruce Willis movie. He sees dead people. $276,113,671 released on August the 6th. Number three was Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. The Spy Who Shagged Me, $206,041,479, released on June the 11th. Number four was Toy Story 2, the uh, follow-up with Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. And that made $199,843,054, released on November 19th. I don't believe I mentioned Austin Powers. Of course, that's Mike Myers again. And um, I forget the co-stars in that one. I always get them confused. Uh, there were several movies, and each one had a different one being his co-star with him. Uh, number five, which probably should have been number one, 
The Matrix, $171,479,930. March the 31st was the release date. Hard to believe The Matrix, as great as it was, did not make more money when Star Wars Episode One was by far not the best one of the Star Wars prequels and made all that money. It's unbelievable. I still like the Star Wars movie, but, I mean, it definitely was not the best by any means. Six through ten of that year was Tarzan, Big Daddy, The Mummy, Runaway Bride, and The Blair Witch Project. A little fun fact about The Blair Witch Project, the movie made $140,539,099. It was filmed, I swear, with a camcorder. It looks like somebody is walking through the entire flick with just a camcorder on their shoulders and some black and white. They're filming a camping expedition or something where they're trying to find evidence of The Blair Witch, and they lead you to believe they found something. And I'm not going to tell you anything else about it other than that. It's got some scares in it and a little controversy. You can read about it if you want to, but watch the movie first before you, you know, read anything up on it. I think you may like the movie regardless of, you know, how some things turned out. Well, that is our bonus audio for the week. Uh, talking about the top five grossing movies from each year. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, hearing, you know, what was the top five were for each year. And if you find anything in here that you'd like to listen to, or I'm sorry, that you like to, would like to watch that you heard me talking about, definitely make sure you do watch it. Send us an email here, retrolife 4 you at gmail.com. That's retrolife, the number four, Y-O-U, at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the movies, which one you like the best. If there's one of those you'd like us to cover, let us know, and we'll try to work it into a future show. If the email, we get some good emails, we'll read some off on the air as well. Uh, we're on social media. Don't forget to uh, check up on us there. We're at Instagram, Facebook, and a little bit on TikTok, but not so much. Just more the other two, really. And you can find us at the website at www.retrolife, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Bookmark the page and you can listen to the podcast straight from the website or you can click off on anything like Spotify or iTunes or Google Play or Amazon Music. Wherever you like to listen to your podcast at, you can pretty much find it there. So we thank you for listening to the bonus episode this week, and we look forward to being with you guys next week. Next week's episode, just to give you a, an idea of what we're talking about, and in a few days here we'll be doing The Great Outdoors, and I've got Tim Williams from 80 Splicks Flashback who is sitting in with me and discussing that. So we're looking forward to that. It was a very fun episode to do. I love The Great Outdoors. It's a funny movie, and I hope you guys like it as well. So we'll see you guys then. Have a great night.